Hi, and welcome to the Pure Report. I'm your host, Rob Ludeman, as usual, and we're bringing the orange today with Vaughn Stewart, our VP of Technology and Alliances Strategy. Did I get that right? I think it seems you like did. your title's always kind of changing. <laughs> hey, Rob, it's great to be on. This is my first time on the podcast. I know. It's such a gas to have you here. It's hard to uh, get you. You're always traveling, right? So it's always really hard to lock you down. Yeah, I, I was going to push this on you and say, I've been asking you since day zero to get on. <laughs> but uh, we, we finally got together. No, it's great. I'm glad we made some time with it. And and I know um, recently you were off at, you were off at uh, VMworld. Yeah. Off for VMware. You spent a lot of time with those guys, right? Yeah, it's uh, another smashing event. VMworld's user con or VMware's user conference, VMworld, uh, you know, roughly twenty five thousand attendees. Right, they come from around the globe. It's, it's inclusive of, of all these net new announcements, initiatives that VMware is you know sharing with the public that we've had a little bit of insight on uh, because of our you know our joint engineering efforts. But uh, from a pure storage perspective, fantastic. We were a platinum sponsor. We had a beautiful large booth, lots of attendance. Awesome. Uh, we had a high volume of sessions. Um, some were were pure sponsored sessions that we had or some that we were invited to present. Uh, but we also co-presented with VMware in a number of sessions as well as helped support VMware in some sessions that we weren't in uh, <laughs> with technology or data yeah, points. Yeah. Right. And, and probably I think the crown jewel in that is we had a number of, of customers presenting in sessions that were talking about the power of, of our two technologies put together and how they helped uh, modernize their business plans. Always better to hear from customers than to hear yeah. from us, right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then, you know, like any uh, trade show, you know, high volume of, of meetings, whether they were customer engagements, partner briefings, meeting with the press uh, or analysts, uh, as well as we had a lot of, of joint presentations in the booth with our technology alliance partners. Fantastic. You know, we, you know, starting with Intel and going through the whole ecosystem, uh, you know, a lot with data protection partners. Um, and the last but not least, the thing that I think was really cool is uh, VMware and Pure Storage were able to show a technology preview of vSphere running over non-volatile memory express over fabrics. Oh, awesome. Awesome. Yeah. yeah. So we did that on a flash stack, which is the conversion yeah, infrastructure yeah, from with, Cisco. With Cisco. Yeah. Um, but I think a lot of people were like, you know, you know, wow, this is what my data fabric may look like in the near future. And uh, that was pretty cool. That's really cool. That's awesome. Um, so you spent a lot of time with the Alliance partners and particularly on uh, with VMware. Um, what's going on there? What kind of things are you seeing them be up to maybe that they're challenged with or some strategic directions, things that, you know, folks should be aware of and maybe things that Pure Storage is going to be participating in? Sure. Um so again, VMware is, or VMworld is VMware's platform for sharing kind of their future direction. Right. And uh, areas that we really focus on is kind of that modernization of your IT infrastructure. And we are ever increasingly having more conversations in that space. Uh, VMware's focus is really helping customers move to that hybrid cloud model. Okay. Um, I think where we at Pure Storage are, are more engaged with customers is around this conversation of how to how does a customer deploy uh, decide where to deploy a next generation uh, infrastructure technology, specifically all flash storage arrays, hyper-converged infrastructure, right. and and moving their private cloud into a hybrid cloud by connecting to a public cloud resource. And there's some challenges there, right? I mean, there's maybe some interoperability. Th you know, it's just there's a lot going on to make that to make that function really well for, oh. for, for the customer, right? Yeah, spot on. I, um, so I think a good way to, to, to think about the challenges just between an all-flash array, a hyper-converged infrastructure, and, and the public cloud, say like AWS, is to, to take a, a view of it without looking at it from a storage perspective. Mm -hmm. Customers who run vSphere 
have a hard time getting um, moving their workloads into, say, AWS because the format is different. The data format, the way the compute uh, and the virtualization layer is is uh, designed, you basically have to go through an extract, translate, and load process, right? Suck out your VMware data. You Good know, old ETL. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, then, and then it runs an EC2. Right. And so one the way that VMware and Amazon came together to solve that was to run VMware Cloud, which is the VMware suite of technologies, on AWS hardware. And what customers receive from that is this, this uh, consistent operational interface and process between on-prem and what's in the public cloud, and, and ultimately have this hybrid cloud. Uh, that same type of capabilities of leveraging VMware's uh, you know, software-defined vision of how to manage an infrastructure, whether on-prem or off, also applies to the storage layer. Uh, and there's a number of interoperability uh, capabilities that have uh, been enabled with vSphere 6.5 between vVols, yeah. pure storage supports, right, right. And, and vSAN, their hyper-converged platform. And so we're, we've um, begun having um, a number of joint educational efforts between Pure Storage and VMware to help uh, educate the market, their customer base, and even, even the, the field forces on both sides. Are there other challenges that come into that just with hybrid cloud? I mean, we'd cover the, everything there. It's, it feels like there's a few more things. That... Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. so maybe I'm going a little fast here. I, obviously, there's challenges between the differences in the the platforms that we shared, which yeah. AFAs, HCI, and right, cloud. Right. But when you get to a actually having a customer-facing conversation, and, and most of our customers are enterprise or they're, they're large, you know, mid, mid-sized businesses, if you will, there, there's a lot of sophistication and complexity in their deployments. Their deployments sometimes are, you know, are, are um, spread out around the globe, yeah. right? Lots of different size data centers with different capabilities. Yeah, you know, I, I probably jumped a little uh, ahead of the gun here. Uh, so w- while there's obvious challenges between connecting an AFA and an HCI in the public cloud, there's there's also a set of challenges that a, a enterprise customer is facing, right? They have a level of sophistication and complexity in their infrastructures just by sheer size of scale, right? They're vast, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and so when you sit down with a customer and you're saying, let's talk about modernizing your your infrastructure, whether it's virtualized or, or, or bare metal, it doesn't matter, but you're going to go through uh, uh, design considerations around um, what's the application requirement? Is it, is it performance-focused or is it cost-centric? Or you could look at challenges around data center fabrics, yep. right? Is, 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 is facility A plumbed with fiber channel, but remote facility C, you know, plumbed with only Ethernet, right? And is that going to pose interoperability challenges. Um, then we have to look through, again, what are the technology platforms you want to deploy? What's your storage management practice, right? Do you have a dedicated storage team? Are you trying to unify more to a cloud platform team? And if so, what are the skill set requirements? Yeah, do you have a match, right, yeah. with the actual things that yeah, need to be done? Yeah, between the technology you want to buy, right? And does it meet the previous needs of, you know, does it meet your fabric or your application goals? And does it meet the skill sets of your operational team? Um, and then you know, there's always the the the, the outliers like that around you know uh, compliance considerations, data sovereignty, things of that nature between on-prem and off. Yeah. But uh, yeah, so it's 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 multifaceted. There's a there's a technology form of interop, and then there's all these design considerations inside the customer's account itself. But the net net, tons of considerations. I mean, there's there's a lot of right. moving parts here that that really right. need to be accounted for, uh, and present an opportunity. 
Yeah, right? it, it, it's... yeah you're spot on. Um, unfortunately for us um, and, and for our peers, when you're in the vendor ecosystem is, is sometimes, you know, all of us are guilty of saying, I've got, I've got a hammer and the world is my nail. One size fits mine. Right. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. And, and the reality is, is, is one of us has a finish hammer or the other has a carpenter hammer and the other has a sledgehammer, right? Yep. And, or, you know, and maybe the fourth guy's got a mortar hammer. And meanwhile, you know, you know, the one customer's got a 16 penny nail, the other's got a finishing nail and the other's got a railroad tie. I want to see how far you can go with hammers. <laughs> how many more hammers? You, you did four hammers there pretty quickly. Can we, can we get more in there? No, no, no. no. <laughs> yeah. It, I've got a blue collar background. There you go. There you go. <laughs> um, and so, uh, we'd reached out, Pure Storage had reached out to VMware, um, the storage and availability business unit, um, a couple months back around saying, we want to partner. Yeah. around your vSAN product and our pure storage flash arrays and the, the flash arrays inside of our flash stack converged infrastructure offering. And kind of an interoperability thing, yeah. software defined. You know, you know. You know, you, the, the premise of the, the notion was is, is, is deployments are complicated yeah. and you've leaned so far in on this software defined message and have all these enablements at the storage layer that we find most of the customer base and even the sales forces are unaware. So what can we do around raising awareness? And so um, uh, awareness raising is going on, right? There's, there's okay. blog posts, yeah. and, and and we're working on we're um, talking about it, right? You know, putting up uh, white papers and whatnot. Uh, but we did speak to this at VMworld. They actually used some of our slides and some of their um, uh, storage presentations around interop. You'll probably hear this repeated again at VMworld Europe. But if I were to dig in here a bit, yeah, for the audience, and, and apologies here to those who who you know, aren't tech-centric, but if you have a pure storage flash array and you're running VVols and you want to test interoperability with, with vSAN, you should understand that you're able to uh, non-disruptively migrate the, the workloads between the two platforms through uh, their vMotion, okay. uh, or storage vMotion, I should say. Yeah. You have policy-based storage management on a per-virtual machine basis through what VMware calls SPBM, or Storage Policy-Based Management. Manager, okay. uh, the vRealize suite allows you to, to, to automate and orchestrate functionality that works across both. It also allows you to um, gather some insight and do some log you know, analysis um, across both platforms. So there's some control and intelligence that goes into that. And yeah. as you think yeah. of a, 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 a distributed deployment, right, vSphere uh, replication, and support for Site Recovery Manager, which is their disaster recovery yeah. automation, as well as it lets you uh, automate uh, a test failover scenario. That works between the two platforms. So your business continuity is, you know, is possible right. with that. Yeah. yeah. Underneath all of this is that you know you can have a virtual machine running on one platform that's running on f a fiber channel fabric, and when it gets migrated through vMotion or failed over through Site Recovery Manager, if that other platform's on Ethernet and it's iSCSI. It just runs yeah. because of the abstraction layer, right? All the virtual machines run on a, a virtual SCSI layer. They are unaware of the differences but of the hardware infrastructure below it. And so these technologies all come together through, again, VMware's software-defined enablements to allow uh, interoperability between dissimilar hardware. Now, I spoke to VVols and vSAN. Earlier, I kind of mentioned the cloud. Right. Again, we're VMware cloud runs on AWS, this default storage format in VM cloud is vSAN, and it's leveraging AWS's uh, elastic block storage as the block storage device underneath vSAN. 
Uh, so everything that I just shared with you in terms of interrupt between VVols and vSAN, you have to understand that also means between VVols and VM Cloud and the cloud yeah. and AWS. Yeah. Now I will share with you that our engineering teams are working on um, enabling iSCSI support in VM Cloud. It's, okay. it's not there today. All right. Um, but we're trying to help VMware uh, deliver on that, and and when that capability. Um, comes to market, then that'll open up a new set of opportunities for us to plumb our, yeah. you know, our technologies together in in, in more interesting and unique hybrid models. Yeah, solve but, solve some things yeah. and do it in a comprehensive yeah. way, which yeah. is cool. Well, let's let's circle back because you talked earlier about the, some of the, the the types of customers that we're dealing with, and like you know when you talk about you know, the larger ones and, and some of the mission criticality they have of their application or, you know, there's different deployment models, right? Correct. And, and there are certain characteristics required for some, maybe they're mission critical and others maybe, you know, small departmental type of thing where you don't right. need that. So how do you, yeah. how do you then position what, what works best yeah, in, so, in the right place? Yeah. So if, if, if you think about it in a very simple model, I think, I think there's, four common types of applications that are living on top of uh, VMware's vSphere technology. Okay, so one... One would be mission-critical applications. Right. The second one would be your your large-scale server consolidations. Just consolidation, just yeah, a, a you, lot of you, different your, apps. Your infrastructure apps, yeah. your, 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 your non-critical applications. Outside of the, the business-critical... Right, yeah. Okay. Uh, there's your departmental deployments, and that spans a couple of different formats... Departmental could be something like a project. It could be something like just maybe it's just VDI. Remote office. Remote some, office, yeah, branch yeah. office. Okay. Heck, cruise ship, oil oil, <laughs> you know, oil rig in the ocean, whatever right, it may be. Right, um, And then the fourth one is is the emerging VM cloud on AWS. So if we take those as four common deployment buckets, I think when you, before you jump to saying what's the right storage platform underneath them, you peel back and understand, well, what's the success criteria for each? Then you can say, through this interop, I have the, the ability as a customer to, to, to pick the right hardware. You can make the determination of the optimal thing for you. That meets the yeah. requirements of the right. app. So let's just, let's role play through sure, a couple of Sure, sure, sure. Let's go mission critical apps right. first. So let's take that right. one. Yeah. What your your view, I mean, I see it uh, yeah, too, you, right? You, it's, if I were to say to you, what's the two top things that, that's it, It's got to perform and it's got to stay up. Right. right? So that's the, it. the application performance level, whether it's throughput or responsiveness, you know, latency based, and, and most importantly, availability, right? Six nines or greater. The pure storage perspective on this, and I want to be clear here, right? this, I'm not saying this is a joint perspective. This is our perspective. We would, we would, in a prescriptive manner, suggest that that best fits on a pure storage flash array. And the reason for that is because we deliver consistent sub-millisecond latency through, through maintenance and through failure. The entire fleet's got greater than six nines of availability. Uptime through non-disruptive upgrades. Right. Yeah. You know, it's, yeah. just, it's, it's a mission-critical platform bingo. Perfect for those things. Right. Okay. Second one. Right. So let's Sh pivot now and go look shift at Shift on to server consolidation, degrees, right? right? Not the mission critical, but all those other, right. you know, other apps. 180 <laughs> degrees away from mission critical apps is the, the larger portion of probably what's virtualized for most uh, enterprise or, 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 or at least heavily, companies. heavily virtualized. Yeah. yeah. Is, yeah. is server consolidations. And, and in, in that realm, they're looking for affordability right? Um, operational simplicity, particularly at scale. And because none of those applications in the server consolidation space are, are usually mission critical or even business critical, they're more like, uh, you know, uh, work group critical. Right. Um, they're not worried about the applications availability as much as they're worried about the infrastructure's availability, 
right? Losing one of those VMs, no one cares. Lose a thousand of them. You can't lose the hardware right. upon which those are residing. Yeah. Yes. And so again, from our perspective, we believe that the, the best storage platform that is is the pure storage flash array. And in that may that one may cause some surprise where you the audience may say, wait a minute, I thought that was the mission critical box. Yeah. But what you have to understand is is with the flash array, because of the the latency, right? We've we've that all flash brings you the consistent latency, right? You need fewer servers, right? You get more optimized use of your compute platforms up to like a third fewer servers than if you were on spinning disk or some hybrid solution. Would we have some level of data reduction that would yeah, benefit yeah. that yeah. as well? We've right. got like 10x storage efficiency. Right. I mean, that's a combination of, of industry-leading data reduction, the ability to unmap data that's been deleted. It's it's the the not needing to hold the capacity in case like a server node fails right. and you know you read build space and and not having to have a read and write cache right so so you know we're anywhere from four to five times more efficient than alternatives in the in the market um, and and most importantly this really means we don't have to deploy you know silos to meet the the high performance or the low cost benefits of those two deployments the mission critical and the server consolidation of course add to that you know, per storage is evergreen. Uh, storage's subscription model, mm-hmm. right? And customers can can really look at at the benefits of disaggregated architecture and how can they scale based on the resources they need and just, um, you know, really simplify both the mission critical and the server consolidation platform. Yes, yeah, so you're not sacrificing anything to meet those right. differing vectors. You can right. you can hit those with this platform, even yeah. though you kind of said it was a surprise up sure. front. There's yeah. Now, still now, yeah. the same thing. No, now, if we move over to the departmental, now we're at departmental, right? Yeah, Some and, of those, and, and, and you know, I could say. Flash Array here, and, and look, we have some Flash Array customers sure. in that space. Sure, But, you know, in, in talking interop, let's be pragmatic. If, if we're going to define a departmental deployment um, as something that's, that's maybe small to midsize in scale in terms of its footprint, it, it may not be at your core data center. It may be out on the edge, yeah. which may mean you don't have the IT staffing resources. Or it um, may be spun up quickly and then yeah. kind of go away, right? It, yeah, it right. Doesn't, yeah. Yeah. yeah, when we look at that, right, we really feel that that's Perfect, and, and I've wrote about this a couple of years ago, right? For for a hyperconverged platform, because they have the ability to scale down to where we don't have a product offering. Yeah, right. And they're also doing so by combining compute and storage together, right? Making it more of a of a, a a holistic appliance for those edge deployments where you might not have the staffing level. And again, look, none of these rules are are, are tried and true. I'm giving you our perspective. It's kind of guidance, but yeah. but there is certainly a level of granularity sure. here that goes below maybe what we're, we're able to do or right. what we're wanting to do. Yeah. yeah. And so look at the fourth deployment, right? VM Cloud yeah. and AWS. Cloud and AWS, right. And, and, and I kind of, you know, got the cat out of the bag a few minutes earlier. That is vSAN on top of AWS's EBS. Yeah. What does a customer want out of VM Cloud on AWS? They want the same experience in the cloud as they had on-prem so that they have complete interop in their hybrid model. Um, and so again, that that is, you know, for the VMware perspective, that is vSAN. And so what I want to pull back and make sure everyone's on the same page with is is it's the software-defined nature of VMware that makes the management of these different storage platforms, whether deployed on-prem or in the cloud, unified. It gives you one common set of features and makes interoperability between the two so that you can do a, a, a core to edge to cloud type of strategy. And you can pick the appropriate hardware to meet the requirements of the application or right or the, 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 the IT effort and, and not worry about what's what do I have to do a, a, a homogenous Roll out of the same technology everywhere. Well, and shouldn't that be the goal of interoperability in the first place, right? To, to, to be to, frank, to have that flexibility. Yeah, right? yeah. To be frank, VMware's done a, a, a brilliant job 
in, in abstracting between dissimilar architectures to provide common set of capabilities. Uh, just the storage side's been a little undermarketed, and we want to help <laughs> raise that awareness. No, and that's what we're doing here. Yeah, that's right. awesome. That's great. So, I, and we'll, we'll kind of, we're, we're close to wrapping, but um, you mentioned we talked about this a little bit at, at VMworld, and there's developments ongoing. Yeah. Right. Work work that's happening. Yeah. 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 And, and, and look, and, and we didn't spend much time here, you know, talking about our product offering, no, our no, solution no. in this space. Right. We just announced support for VM analytics. That's a, a, a free extension to our Pure One capability, which is um, included with every uh, flash array. And, Very cool. Um, which now gives you a, 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 a topographical view of your physical infrastructure as it maps to your virtual infrastructure and helps you identify uh, VMs, their virtual disks, and their their underlying volumes for uh, you know contention or busyness, and right, and let you let you have a view of of end to end between the physical and virtual world in case you need to troubleshoot or load balance or nice. take extra actions. That just rolled out, but again, our our depth and breadth in in the uh, the VMware integration space is is probably second to none. Yeah. Uh, again, if people want to you know check out more, they need to to. Uh, when the podcast wraps, go go hit purestorage.com. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, and particularly blogs, right? I know you're very active on the blog site, and we have a number of bloggers there. I mean, that's where you really get good insight. The purestorage.com is great as too. I don't want to discount that as well, but you guys are really putting a lot of your thoughts and insight and direction. Yeah, on blogspurestorage.com. And, yeah, and Cody uh, Hosterman. Yeah, Cody. Craig Waters, yeah, right? And, all yeah, you guys. Anthony Ferrario. John Owings. we got we got a lot of Great thought leadership around yep. VMware. That's awesome. Hey, well, thanks for uh, for coming in and spending a little time today. It was great to uh, tie you down finally. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, Rob. I hope to come back soon. Yeah, absolutely. And uh, everyone else, thanks for joining. Um, please do subscribe. Uh, tell a friend. We, we love having you listen in. Uh, leave your feedback. We'd love to get that as well. And with that, we'll go ahead and wrap for Pure Storage and Vaughn Stewart. I'm Rob Ludeman saying don't look back. Something might be gaining on you. Thanks, everybody. <laughs>